following on. They always got time to spend money on some money. You see what I'm saying? Like, we were supposed to get the Harriet Tubman 20. Yeah. They done popped up with the Maya Angelou Porter. The woman don't even look like Maya Angelou. And it's just like you said, man, when we deal with the historicity of shit, there's definitely some troubling things there. Now, now the thing is, is that, bro, I'm not here to be super critical of the elder like that and whatever, but since we here, we get this Maya Angelou court, which is cool. I wonder when Henrietta Lacks' family is gonna get paid off of her God change. Like, y'all just keep on skipping steps. Like, y'all keep on doing stuff that really is divisive. It, like, what is the quarter worth? It's a regular quarter, right? Yeah. So if it's a regular quarter, like, is it, is, so this is kind of like, Look, ain't no... right? let's say our favorite black activist of yesteryear gets a stamp, whoever we could think of. So we get the stamps. So like, what does that mean? It's, it's really, it's really symbolic and there's, there's no tangibles. That would be interesting they pick somebody with no family. Well, the thing is that a lot of times when you when you deal with these personalities, they kind of try to make it seem like they don't got no family. Remember I asked you, where are all the tubbits at? Like, she had kids. Her kids had kids. Where Where's the tubbits at? Like, where are they at? Yeah. Mm. Right? You know, the same way, the same way, 
it's really easy for us to find some Jacksons. It's real easy for us to find some Kings, right? You know, it's real easy for us to find some churches. Yeah. Right? These are all family names that have been, you know, been around whatever, whatever and shit. Here they go. Car- Man, Carter Carter G. Woodson. It's not hard to locate the Woodson legacy. So, I okay. think that... So look, it says here she had a brother she had a brother named Bailey. And that's the only listed family member she got. No kids, no no nothing, huh? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kids. Yeah. Yes, this, is, this is already this this pot of gumbo already smell fun. I mean, she had a grandmother that she grew up with. Her and her brother grew up with the grandmother. Or because her parents split. So she ain't. So she ain't had no no bad kid young that she had to put up for adoption. Like none of none oh, of hold that. On. Is, is this it? Let's see. Here's her obituary. It'll get more insight. I think. Let's see. Family obituary. Okay, she. Oh, she had a son. She survived by her son, daughter-in-law, two grandsons, and two great-grandchildren, a nephew, uh, niece, grandniece. So she got a family. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of figured that. That's why I asked the questions that I asked okay. because. Them older, right, them older cats, most of them all had family. They mostly all had, whether they act like they didn't or not, that's on them. But when you study these old stories, man, you know, there was a lot of that shit going on, man. You know, you got these young girls, they running around here doing whatever. They getting impregnated by these older men, and it's just easier for the dad to just send her away. Yeah. yeah, we know who it is. We know everything, but we just going to send you away. And then you'll come back and then you pop up. And like now this person's your little brother. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out the, the pimping part. What you trying to figure out? Man was the poetry did this poetry spring from game you know Mackin did Mackin give birth to the to the poetry of Maya you know what I'm saying Mackin what we've been talking about with gorgeous Dre the way the way I look at it, the way I look at it is that does pimping influence the prophecy of the preacher? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so is the thing is is this? I already know how it get. We gonna get emotional when it come to this. Yeah. But I tell you what, no one is going to tell me that 
the period of Malcolm Little being Detroit Red yeah. didn't have a huge influence on Malcolm X and his transformation into the phoenix of El Haj Malik Shabazz. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, for like, real. I, I completely understand he transformed everything he was, but we never let him fully get away from his past like that. That's why we talked about Detroit Red. I yeah. never got introduced to Detroit Red until after Malcolm X, El Haj Malik. I learned all that later, but y'all made sure I learned it. If I wouldn't read it in a book, you made a movie to make sure I knew all this stuff about Malcolm. Right? Because what I notice is this. When it comes to their icons, we don't hear about their past. Right? Let's say there's an Italian God or a Jewish dude and he has a sketchy past, but he has excellent results. Yeah. All we gonna focus on is the results. Look at Starbucks. Yeah. Right? That dude's from the projects. Yo, bro, what did your family do before you became the icon you were? Yeah. They they wasn't they wasn't dealing in they wasn't dealing in the numbers. They wasn't pinning moves that you was just pouring the projects and you were just a good guy and you you started world traveling and you started fucking with coffee beans and here you are. That's what happened, huh? Mm. Okay. So does our our pain and suffering, is this another case of our pain and suffering and the game and the game giving birth to, let's see, it says right here, it says, Maya chronicled her experiences as a sex worker in 1974 mem- memoir. She worked as a as a prostitute and madam and female pimp. She is a female pimp. Mhm. Yep. Which Well, when it came out, when it when it came out, I remember people were very upset that the the historical context of that was brought to the forefront, but my thing is that that's the way this goes when you're dealing with a black person. Yeah. So what's this? So is can gorgeous Dre make it to my Angelo status? Yeah, man. Is there? Sure, 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 he can. We gonna say we gonna say that he can, right? We gonna say that he can, but he can because the thing is, is that with the world of monetization we live in, in with the world of everything being at your fingertips, right? Like he could be his own press, he could be his own editor, right? So if he write a book and he and he do some things that have impact right because we going to say oh he could never compare we could always say that that's what we can always say but our opinion is only our opinion the whole story is told when you read the entire book right so we could read a book and say well i i know this happened but this person just ain't on their level yeah because they are icon to you and you look at this dude as a regular guy. 
but he's the icon to all these other people, right? You could have never told me Tariq Rashid would be on the level he's on when he first came out. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Flex, K-Flex, you better swash your ass. You better swash your ass. Listen to this. Come on, bro. Well, listen. Have, you, have, have you heard that K-Flex, nigga? Uh-uh. Oh, man, we got to, bro, we got to pull that up and play that on the show well, one day and just well, laugh, this, bro. Th this is a song. Tariq Nasheed was a, Tariq Nasheed was a decent rapper, bro. Yeah. He was a decent little rapper, bro. Yeah. But you know, now, now you see he's hollering at the people. Oh, uh, let me get this money to do the, to do this museum. See, understand something, bro. And Maya Angelou and all these people, bro, even a Clyde Anderson. If thirty years ago, if if yes, if thirty years ago could be today, forty years ago could could be today. Bro, think about the level they would be on, bro. Think about the level these cats would be on if they would have came along in the age of information where social media was dominant, gossip was everything, shock jocking, right? Just stay in the news, you know, uh uh trolling gimmicks man bro it would have been it would have been insane bro because they even they even doing it now like you listen to this part i got i got a, something to drop here listen to this so it's on the voice of san diego dot com dot org okay so it basically breaks down what she wrote in her book so basically it says Angelo took classes at a dance studio, read Russian novels at the library, and eventually convinced two lesbians she had met when she first arrived in San Diego to let her pimp them out, not to women but to men. So she was pimping out lesbians. Yeah, she, man, you know what? Twenty dollars a trip. Check this out. Check this out. I'm gonna give you some game. Yeah, you know. That the couple and women in Brewster's place, mm -hmm. them characters was loosely based off this story, allegedly. I wanna, I want to be sure to put the allegedly out. Oh, look it because up. when I heard it, I heard it from one of her contemporaries. I'm not gonna say who because I'm not going to throw them up under the bus. Mm -hmm. But it's somebody who's well-known and who we respect. And they told a room full of people. They didn't pull me to the side and say it to me. No, they mentioned it in the room, dog. So when I'm saying this, I'm not saying something where the only person who's ever heard this is me. Nah, we put this out there. I guarantee it's going to pop up. And I did hear that. I did hear. Yeah, man. Women of Brewster's Place, the two lesbian women up in there who 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 they exposed and all yo that was loosely allegedly based off of this story you just told bro well she wrote it <laughs> like i said yeah. allegedly yeah she wrote brewster's place let's see yeah american drama series was aired abc 1990 a spinoff of the miniseries The Woman's of Brewster's Place. Now, bro, think about they this. Said this was based off of, they said it was based off a novel, uh, Gloria Naylor's novel of the same name. The series starred 
uh, talk show host Oprah Winfrey, who served as executive co-producer. Um, let's see. Who wrote it? It said... Executive producer's road. Okay, I don't see her nowhere on here. Okay, go ahead. No, but she <clears throat> wasn't she in it. Uh, I'm looking. The, oh, she's she's got writers. She got writers credits. Um, Oprah Oprah's is in it. I'm looking at the credits. Oprah was in it. Maya Angelou's not in it, but she's a writer. It says written by Maya Angelou, a couple other people. See, there it goes. Then, that, then that's probably where that comes from. If she was one of the writers, because me, I mean, when I first heard it, like I didn't even know anything about her past as far as the pimping and all that, and da da da. And so, when I heard that those characters were based off of, you know, actual characters that revolved around their life because one thing i know about based off a true story and influence you completely change the story it's influenced by it but you completely change the story you change the way things went they might have a different name right like mm-hmm. in paid in full instead of the boy being rich's little brother he was rich's son Wow. Right. Yeah. Instead of instead of getting killed in the car and driven to the turnpike, you just get killed and laid out in the street. Like you change shit, but it's based off of the facts. So one one thing I can admit with the Brewster place, when you basing it off of actual people, you completely switch up everything you doing. So people can't say, yo, you, you telling my story without my permission. Yeah, listen to this part. So it says she approached it. Okay, she was in business, right? So she had, she had, she told him the price twenty dollars a trick, the split seven fifty for them, seven fifty for her, and five dollars for the taxi driver who made the referral. <laughs> Typically, a sailor in a few weeks will be thousandaire. She declared. She approached a taxi driver and the business began. Uh, uh, I managed in a few tense years to become a snob on all levels, racial, cultural, intellectual. I was a madame and thought myself morally superior to the ho- to the whores. Damn, she was a cold pimp. She worked for almost three months and made a bundle. She bought a car. A 1939 pale green Chrysler convertible. Uh, She was pimping. All right, bro. Clearly. I mean, and the thing is, the thing is, she got such a way with words. We gonna, we gonna look at this as an empowering thing, right? Like, see, one thing I know is that we can never look at Horse Son as a book of empowerment. Yeah. Right? Like, um, but everybody in prison uh, reads it, right? And gets inspiration from it. They they get inspiration from it, but like basically, even the way that's being worded, you could kind of hear. You could probably you could kind of hear the um 
writing ability and the wordplay even back then. And she's talking about pussy. She's talking about pimps and hoes. And look at the way she laid it out and presented it. I, I considered myself morally superior to the whore. Like, even just the way you talk. Right, because, see, the thing is, is that you considering yourself morally superior to the whores, right, like that, that's funny because that's really how motherfuckers think, right? A drug dealer probably considers himself morally superior to the drug users. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a person, a, a person who fuels an addiction or who fuels a need, right? She's like, okay, I'm morally superior to the whores because... I ganged you into doing it. I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you with this because I all I did was talk you into it and y'all do everything else. You split the money with me. The other person who I brought in, you got to give them something and you got all these experiences. You got all this weight, yeah. all this wear and tear on your body and I get more than what you get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the thing is, is, let's be real, bro. We wouldn't really let any man ever live that down if that came out. Yeah. No, no man could ever live that down. Now let me tell what what happened. Oh, I got to town. I met these two lesbian chicks. I talked them into letting me pimp pimp for them. I found a cab driver. You know, yeah, twenty dollars. You keep seven fifty. I keep seven fifty. He gets five. Yeah, we gonna be thousandaires. Trick, 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 trick. Um, how many tricks you got? This is this is what I'm saying, bro. Okay, so we're reading. Bro, it takes a thousand. It takes a thousand to get twenty thousand. But listen, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm so, saying. So, so gorgeous Dre, look, well, gorgeous Dre. He, what are they saying? We was reading off of one of the other uh, episodes. That he was having them work like six days a week, right? She, I mean, to get that amount of money off of seven fifty, <laughs> she was put. She was pushing them harder than Drake pushes his. Man, bro, look, dude. The thing is, is this. There, there's other people who talk about this, but she's on such a level and a pedestal, right? That this is this is stuff that ain't supposed to get brought up at all. So, just the idea we even talking about this and revisiting it. It's going to cause a lot of problems, right? But, because but, but people we want this to be a forgotten chapter. We talk but about pimping, though. This. The, the thing is, is this. We're talking about sexual exploitation, yeah. right? And, and the thing is, is that when we talk about a man, when we talk about something current, we don't get to use the excuse that she was a willing participant. Well, she wanted to do no, nah, we hold that accountable. But what we're dealing with this, that's not what we going to do, right? That's just like improper relationships. When we talk about a man of yesteryear with certain attributes and a certain status symbol, what we going to say is it was a different time. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, like the one old man who's married to, they both grew old together. But when he married her, she was like 14, 15. He was like 23, 24. And I'm all like, yo, this is what this is. And then people chiming in like, oh, it was a different time. And he still kept her promise to her. And I'm all like, this is amazing. 
how you got all these gray areas in a black and white conversation. It was a black and white conversation before. But when we start talking about people you respect outside of this, see, here's what the thing be. If I don't respect you for nothing else than that, right, like gorgeous, don't nobody really know him for nothing else than that. Yeah. Right? But believe me, when he gets older and people know him for a bunch of other stuff, they're going to be upset that you brought this up. And these same people are going to be the people who got certain attitudes towards these lifestyles. We see it all the time on Facebook. All we got to do is talk about the right person doing the wrong thing. Everything they say will change. Okay. So look at this. So I'm on another site, uh, some Barstool Sports article, and they talk about, they said, according to her book, okay, they talk about how she was a madam first, right? She got scared out of, out of, uh, she got scared out of San Diego. She got ran out of there. Something happened. She ran up out of there. So according to her book, she was eventually scared out of the industry but years later in Stockton, she met a sweet-talking but dishonest man named Lou who lured her into sex work. This time yeah. as a sex worker herself. Hey, stop, stop, stop. I got to stop you. You hear how she met a sweet-talking, but he's a dishonest man. See, she <laughs> was an honest pimp. But right? she wasn't dishonest with what she was doing. But see, she like, and the thing is that that's just what it is, bro. Just the wordplay, and this is this is how this this is how these things work, bro. This is how these things work, like, and, and the thing is, is that I'm pretty sure if we got to talk to Lou and his family, they would have a certain view. But see, Maya Angelou is so powerful. Whatever she said is what happened. Yeah. Whatever story she tell, like the BMS shit, bro. A perfect example. Whatever Meech said or whoever put that together is what's up there. But when you get on Pop a lot and all that shit that's on YouTube and then you talk to the character, the real life character, they got a different story. And that happens all the time. Yeah. That happens all the time, bro. This is like the shit I was saying about Art of Dialogue. Just how, just how ridiculous the caping is. Like, here's the breakdown, bro. People on her level, we don't really see them as human, bro. They're something more than a human. Right? Because a human is good, bad, makes mistakes. Because, of course, people are going to say, well, I'm not saying that. Well, you're not saying that. But you're so disturbed that we're dissecting the worst parts of her. Right? So, yeah. so when we get into that... You don't want to talk about that. But at the same time, you ain't trying to disregard that. You ain't trying to ignore that. Well, if that ain't what we doing, why can't we talk about it? Okay. You know you know what? What may happen as they try to push this, they try to uh, run this. I think LGP, uh, the L, you know, the alphabet community may, they may experience some pushback over this stuff. Maybe that's why they chose her. I don't know. Think about it. They may this is a this is an opening, you know what I'm saying? To pit black folks against 
the alphabet community. Because you think they just going to, you pimp some lesbians. You This sounds like a cancel culture move. Like the cancel culture may pop up and be like, yo, we got to cancel Maya because she pimps some lesbians. Nah, nope. You know why? I'm going to tell you why that won't happen. Because before, they already set this up. Remember when they had all the black girls running around saying protect sex workers? Yeah. Hey, bro, like, like you got to really understand, like, this this was all set up. Of course, they knew they was going to do this beforehand, but I know in the black community, if you bring up, especially with the women, if you bring this up to them, they going to go into protect sex worker mode because when we hear sex worker we don't think of gods yeah right we only think of female prostitutes like a man ain't a sex worker he just getting paid to fuck you know but a sex worker and then whatever what whatever the logic is is whatever the logic is but we definitely ain't gonna be able to come for no black woman because in the past she exploited black women. Nah, that's reserved for black men, bro. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk. I want to talk about something else. Another topic. Um, COVID hypocrites. Uh, let's get it. Died. Died. They're they're out here dying defending Joe. Now, okay, let's talk about it. It's a weird thing because I caught the, I got COVID now. I got it. I'm at my house on quarantine. So. Oh, they gave you a hot test, huh? Bro. Man, bro, I'm going to keep it real, my G. I don't believe all these motivations, nigga. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. I don't. So, I don't, bro. So this is interesting to me because, so I'm in the house on quarantine, whatever. I, I think the worst of it is past. Uh, I think I got that Omicron variant, so it's not really like attacking me. Probably like no COVID nineteen. It's just like basically like a flu, and it you know it hit me for like a day or two. And I think I'm pulling out of it. So anyway, spread throughout my house. Only ones that didn't get it was uh, the kids, which is weird because the kids ain't vaccinated, so they didn't, and they didn't get it. And they all up in our, they was all up in our face, and they ain't even got it. So the schools like, yeah, you guys got it. It's cool, but the kid can come back to school on Friday. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The kid can come back to school on Friday. Like, bro, what the hell? You got, are you motherfucking out your mind? Why would the kid come back to school on Friday? Five days in a house with motherfuckers that got it. Everybody in the house but the kids with the kid. School, <laughs> fresh out the COVID. Look, <laughs> fresh out the COVID crib. Look, the 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 COVID person calls from the school, and is like aware that everybody in the house got it. Yeah, 
And then, hey, but the kid can come back Friday. The kid ain't got no symptoms. You can come back. Like, are you out your motherfucking mind? That don't make no damn sense, bro. It's like, okay, I'm starting to think that, okay, that Joe Biden is is actually doing the herd immunity that Trump was trying to do, but he ain't telling nobody. Because if you look at the, uh, the uh, they changed the guidelines from... 10 to 5 days it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it's like it's yeah it's like it's set up for people to more people to get it cause they're telling me oh yeah as soon as a couple yeah all you gotta do is wait 5 days and you can come back come go back to work like are you not sure like dude this don't make no sense bro the schools, like, and it is weird because it's moving in silence. It's like the stores ain't got no motherfucking food. So many people got this shit, bro. It's like one in four. So many people got this Omicron variant. It's, the Omicron is highly contagious. It's like more contagious than the 19. It, like, like the masks don't even... What's that? We're we're dealing. Listen, bro. Like, let's be real, bro. We dealing with some demonic, sadistic motherfuckers, my genius. Yeah, bro, for real. Like, we're really dealing with sick, evil individuals, and because the system is sick and evil, so we know we dealing with individuals. Right? That's what make up a system. Yeah. Right, and the system of evil. And sadistic behavior, it's a Rolex, bro. It works perfectly. It glides, nigga. It don't tick. It glides. And the only thing is is that this Rolex is digital. It has self-correcting mechanisms and measures just like the Matrix does. You know, something happened in the Matrix. They got viruses and shit to correct shit or or to destroy what's trying to change. Like yo, they got the same thing with this shit. It's the it's the same it's the same fucking thing. Look at this, because I'm gonna say this real quick. Then we gonna go right back. Ain't it amazing how they done made a penalty in the algorithm that you move down, right? So they'll be like, well, instead of just banning rich all together, what we gonna do? We just gonna flat out ignore your information. We gonna make it harder to see. Like we just gonna do that. Not only are we gonna do it, nigga, we gonna tell you. Like we gonna send you a message and let you know, nah, bro, it ain't that people ain't paying attention to what you're saying, nigga. We undermining. We ain't gonna let you say that. Yeah. And that's you know that that was all in the making when they was talking about when they were fed the information and saying, oh, well, you're Look. saying this and this is going against our narrative. So. Now we here, and anybody going against the narrative will be silenced. You'll be attacked. Yeah. It's that simple. If yeah. you don't want to be attacked, if you don't want to be criticized, you better agree with everything the fuck we say. We tell yeah. you what's happening. And if you say something different, it's a problem. 
Bro, these motherfuckers are so trying so hard to get rid of Trump. They're on they're putting all the information out there. And they created confusion within the information. Now they got a, a Democrat in the office. There ain't no tick there ain't no uh uh there ain't no uh COVID ticker. There ain't no information. There ain't no checks and there ain't no help. They well, they was giving checks. See, Joe Biden is stingy. He ain't giving out no checks. He ain't helping. He ain't helping people do nothing. It's it's just crazy. He's totally dropping the ball on this shit, and ain't nobody saying nothing. Like if Trump did half of this inaction that Biden's doing, people would be throwing a gasket. There ain't no test. He's failing on the test. You can't even get the test. You can't get tested. You gotta be. You gotta show severe symptoms and shit. You gotta. You know. Yeah. You gotta damn near be dying to even get a COVID test now, like a rapid test or like yeah. they determine. P- they and, and they determine. Oh well, you look this way. Well, this is the situation. So it's just like well, if they can determine that. Right, this is just me. Who's to say they can't determine? Not only are you going to be quarantined, we're going to quarantine you. Because remember, when they was first getting motherfuckers with COVID, a bunch of these motherfuckers, they was involuntarily hooking them up to machines, respirators, killing motherfuckers. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, we ain't forgot. Yeah. I was looking at uh, what's his name in his public, so I can say it without Sonny Bonaho. You know Sonny Bonaho, right? What you say? So Sonny Bonaho, he's on Instagram, the rapper. Yeah, I know Sonny <coughs> all I'm gonna do is say, look at his Instagram. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm just saying take a look at it. <laughs> he did. He just had a pretty bad case of it, and got, <laughs> he got his uh, vaccine. He got vaccinated, and the next day he's out in the mall. So I'm telling, and they're saying it's okay. So I'm, t- man. Love, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. We love. These redemption story, right? Oh, Rich was hella sick. He, you know, oh, and Maine got sick. And then Rich and Maine, they went and got vaccinations, and Rich recovered in two days. Maine recovered in three days. And now here they are with the number one show. Like, man, bro, fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> this is. This is the shit that they trying to get us to believe. And you know what? But, 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 why would we believe that when everything else you said was unbelievable? Exactly. And another thing I wanted to say is, and this is even more crazy, is I see why they killed Dr. Sabi. Why they killed Dr. Sabi? Yeah, because if, you know, I used to listen to a lot of Sabi lectures, right? Early yeah. before they started ripping him off the internet, and a lot of that stuff he was saying is the stuff to combat COVID. And I, 
I kept a lot of that information and used it during my COVID fight, and it literally jumped on the COVID and threw that shit out. Dr. Sabi was right. When I really started to make the turn is when I started to take that CMOS and take some other stuff that he was talking about. And that's what really, why I really started to turn the corner. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of, ain't nobody gonna tell you that shit because he said, a lot of that stuff is mucus, right? And so a lot of this COVID is mucus-based. Mucus getting into your lungs and shit. That's when it attacks. Like, I'm able to keep it out of my lungs and keep it, you know, kind of around, keep it away from my lungs. And a lot of that stuff he was telling, telling, telling people is how you basically eliminating the mucus and drinking uh, high pH water. I'm able to fight it off, and I'm feeling a lot better. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And a, a lot of credit is due to him and his research, and you know, and I see why they they try they killed him. And try to steal his information, and they tried to they tried to compromise his company. Try to compromise and break down his information, uh-huh. and and that was the turning point and was one of the main things. See, once it gets to your lungs, see that nineteen, I think is more aggressive. And so me and my lady were like, yo. We didn't get hit so bad because uh, we wanted we wanted to, to say it's the uh, the vaccination, right? But the kids ain't vaccinated and they didn't get it at all, which is so that kind of kind of doesn't make sense. The kids are like in our face for a while. Well, we didn't even know we had it, but the kids never got it. And they're not vaccinated at all. They ain't vaccinated their kids, you know, 10, whatever, you know, 14. They ain't got it. So that's something really to think about. I think we got the Omicron, which is the mild version, and uh, it's some wild shit, bro. But I'm seeing how they're soft shoeing the response. He's failing miserably at the response. If you're going to get like they did a better job under Trump to get people tested, I'm not gonna say. Listen, listen, listen. Trump did a better job. Trump is a better. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to speak for me. And I think that when I say this, I'm going to be able to stand on it. Even though we, we got three years left, Trump is a better leader, bro. Yeah, he's a better leader. Right? Like, period. So we can say what we want. 
this and that. We got he, Trump. What Trump was a Trump was a better leader. And the good thing about when Trump was up in there is that there was going to be some sort of results on some shit because the public was home. The government accountable to everything. Yeah. Like like when when Trump was in office, I we black people were so politically astute. We knew everything about procedure, policy, politics, voting, voting procedure. Man, we was on top of this shit. Now, now them same people, all they do is share memes and shit from Power Book and shit from BMF. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers, every once in a while, they might share something. It's likely going to be about Trump. Yeah. Some old shit. Like we, like we, like we did under Obama, went back to sleep. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's and you know what? I'm gonna keep it real. I think we more sleep. I don't think we were this sleep under Obama, my G. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, niggas like niggas getting COVID like it ain't like it's fucking going out of step. They they clearly are doing that thing they told like they like Florida and all them other states. They clearly are doing it, but they just ain't said it. By policy, it's, it's no other, like I said, no other, other explanation. They're doing that. They're trying to make everybody get it. That's the only other explanation. If, Honey, bro. I mean, man, look, bro. They rolled this thing out. These cats got selected on a what, on a Friday, right? Yeah. That Monday, see, this is when I was still delivering lunches to the school, right? Yeah. That Monday, they had vaccine commercials, but here's the thing. It was on the radio, right? Now, the commercial wasn't for vaccine. It was for immunization. I don't know if I remember this, bro. But remember, there were immunizations at first. Yeah. Remember, we we got to get immunized. And I remember you. Yeah, man, you gonna get immunized. See, you don't talk to me about getting immunized no more. Now you talk to me about vaccine. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. If if I was if you was a DA, and I got in trouble, I said I'll tell on everything. I want immunity. What would that mean to you in your position of power? Yeah. No, I'm asking you to explain to me what I'm asking for. If I ask you as a DA, I want immunity from the repercussion. What am I asking? You want to be so you can't be charged. Immunity immunity from prosecution. So what? So immunity is pretty much you can't fuck with. Yeah. So what should so ain't like immunization? Immunity. Yeah. So, what happened to the immunizations? Yes. What happened to the immunizations, and what happened to the system they had in place where all the people was giving out shots, but they can't give out tests. They can't give out rapid tests. They're like trying to create a whole new lane for these rapid tests to get distributed. And they say, oh, you're going to get free tests. And ain't nobody got no damn tests. People are looking for tests. And they're selling selling tests. Look, bro, remember, man, 
see, this is so funny. Me talking about this shit. That's why I told you, you need to record every single conversation we have from here on out. We said they were going to monetize the test. Yeah. Openly or on the black market. Yeah. Come on, bro. Look, bro. Me and you are. I mean, I was I was actually a choir boy. I can't speak for they, you. I uh, actually was in the choir. Yeah. So when I say we weren't choir boys, I mean we weren't perfect. I actually yeah. was in the choir. Right? I was in the choir at St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church. Yeah. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so Jacksonville, Florida. Boys, and we still ended up doing other things in life. Yeah. I, bro, we, we know, Rich, we know what this looks like, bro. We know what this looks like. When, when, whenever anything first hit, they'll give it to us for free. Yeah. They'll give it to us for free. Right? To, to get, okay, boom, boom. You know, okay, get this immunization shot. Look, you look. Need boot, you need the second they, one, the third one. You need the booster. They well, don't, you gotta pay for them. It's a supply and demand. They don't want the rapid test readily available because people, because they want to spread it. They want to spread it. They're doing the herd immunity without telling people. Because if they if they say they're doing it, then people will be like, damn, that's what Trump said. What the fuck we we elect you for? He over there talking about uh, voting rights and shit, and, and there's a damn pandemic sweeping across, and ain't no food on the shelves. Have you noticed that? When you go out, is there food on the shelves? I yeah. go shopping every day, bro. Like on the real, yeah. I stop talking about this shit because I don't want to frighten y'all. Yeah, you know I don't want. And, and with me, luckily, I'm a food provider, so I got a huge supply of shit. I got vendors, and on the real, I see this coming. Yeah. this is by design. That's what I'm saying. Okay, niggas got to get their brand back. Bro, remember when they was just destroyed? They gave away a million pounds of potatoes at the Tacoma Dome. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. That shit wasn't free. People had to work. They lost They lost so much money on their potatoes because you had to pay for there to be people there to give them away. Bro, listen. Me and you could have went and got a truck. Like a, a you know, uh the, the transportation truck with the with the trailer to it, the the one that carries thousands of pounds of produce. Yeah, bro, we could have brought, we could have pulled up in one of those, bro, and filled it to the top and pulled off and not gave them a dime. Yeah, bro, think about this: if if me and you was in the food business and we just had certain equipment. And I was like, yo, Rich, bro, we can go over here and we can get as much potatoes as we want. Oh, we got all this coming up. Yeah, nigga. We just doing fries and chicken fries and chili fries. We about to be. Now, we done went and got a, a 150,000 pounds of potatoes for free. And we about to go sell them. Just like good will be doing. You know bro, what? You this know this is the type of shit that happens. You know what? Because we could have, if we had our own packaging equipment and freezer, we could have made our own brand of fries and shit. And when the shit got and low, just, what's that? And just see, see, and, and you can best believe. And and what we talking about? Somebody had the foresight to know that. 
somebody knew, okay, well, let's do this. Oh, this don't make no sense. Nah, it's going to make sense when everything comes full circle. Give it a year. This was just a year ago. Yeah. So when you go to the stores, have you noticed any shortages? Rich. Of course. Yeah, bro. How bad bad is it? Because I'm on quarantine. It's terrible. Like I said, it's by design. There's no way it could be this way by happenstance. Nah, not the industry. Bro, they was transporting food just last year in COVID trucks. Remember, we did the show and we talked about all this. This is everything is coming full circle. This is a complete shit show. It's the Truman Show. We know what this is. We know. But the thing is, is this. We going to make everything hard to get. So we got these goddamn ankle biters at us, these children's and these dependents. And see, we got to deal with that. Oh, how I'm going to get this? How I'm going to get that? Yo, my nigga, how many times you done been asked about the PS5? Yeah. Oh, I ain't looked for it. Man, I'm not even saying you look for it, bro. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I'm saying, have you been asked about the PS5? Be real, bro. Have you been asked about the PS5? No, we're Xbox people. Really? We're Xbox heads. Okay, well, is the new Xbox hard to get? Well, the the one with the storage in it, yeah, but the one that you could, the, the I think it's called the X, the one I got, it's, no, it's not, it's not, oh, okay. yeah, it's just the, the, yeah, the one that got all the storage embedded in it, that's the motherfucker yeah. you can't find nowhere. Yeah, that, that's my whole, my, my whole point is, that's a scam, though. Any, anything that's in high demand, uh, uh, the, the cool grays. I don't. I don't know, man. What, whatever it is, whatever it is, we talking about. Like this is a whole. This is a wealth transfer. Yeah. This is survival it, of the fittest. This is a purge. This is the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. And what do you have for you to be worthy of existing? Exactly. And we get. This is, this is where we are. Yeah, bro. And look, I'm going to tell you, with this COVID shit, right, they making these tests hard to get because they want everybody to get it, right? And so the tests will tell you, right, like in 10 minutes if you got the shit. <laughs> like that, boom, it's like that, bro. We, and yeah, it's, we have to take those at work. And it's real, and it's real subtle. <laughs> it's how the the like the uh the uh how it starts to creep up on you is subtle. It's like you may think you got like a your runny nose or some shit. You may like like I had just had like a, a runny nose, and it it appears as like a sinus infection. That's how it appeared on my mom. Right, mom's off in the hotel for a week, but. She got the sinus infection version. I just got the, like, the, what was it? No, what did I get? I didn't really get shit. It caught me. Yeah, this, like, sore, sore muscles and shit for a couple of days. And fever, the fever crept on. That's what I knew. 
Then the fever came. I had a low-grade fever, and then it started to go high-grade. And I'm like, oh, okay, this shit ain't cool. And that's the only reason how I knew is because I started to get a fever, really. And, uh, yeah, it's some wild I mean, shit. I don't know, man. And like, then, and then when you try to get a test, this what happened though. This is how we caught it. Only, re, only way how I caught it, cause this, you know, my ass. I was on Amazon, right? Cause I thought I had it like a couple weeks ago, and I got tested. I didn't have it, cause I got real sick, so I, I, I went and got tested. They said I didn't have it. The PCR, there's PCR, and there's the rapid test, and so, uh. What happened? Oh, I went on Amazon to order some tests. I just caught it like around Christmas. And they said it won't be until like, you know, two weeks out. So I, that motherfucker test dropped on that Saturday. And my mom was like talking about, oh, I went to the casino or some shit. And I'm like, okay. So we sitting around in the living room. And my mom's like, talking about, oh, I got a size infection. And my lady's like, man, I don't know what you talking about, <laughs> but you're about to take this rabbit test. So I gave her one of the rabbits. You know, they give you two in a pack. So I gave it to her. And then my mom comes out of the bathroom like, oh, it came back positive. Like, what the fuck? So I gave her the second one. It's like, come on, see this shit work. It came back positive again and shit. So... And then uh I no, actually no, we sent her to the uh to the place to get tested. She crept up in there, got tested, and then uh, later that night her results came back positive, like, oh, you got positive on three tests. But she wasn't really sick or nothing. So she's off at the hotel and then it was just some weird it's just and then I was like, Okay, we gotta get some more tests. So we drive up to the spot. Nigga, there's a thousand, uh, uh, Puyallup Fairgrounds, there's a thousand cars there, bro. The whole, the whole, hey. yeah. Am I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and finish. No, that's it. The thousand cars at, there. At, at, my, at my job. Yeah. Right, we got to do these rapid tests and all that. And like me, it completely makes sense with me. Because I'm the fool guy. And yeah. I say all the time, I'm really surprised that I'm completely not just ostracized from the food industry. All I do is tell. Yeah. We be doing this. We, all oh man, just because, like, some of this shit is just so crazy. I know y'all, you know, most of the stuff I know niggas don't even believe me. Like, I'm making this up. All right, man. Like I say, it, this doesn't help me. This don't help my pockets at all for me to say this. Like, who who talks bad about the industry, right? If the NBA player is talking about things going on in the league that ain't cool, how does it help him? Like, he he's clearly telling the truth. Yeah. Right? So, when COVID first hit, let, let, let's go back. What happened first, bro? What do you mean? What happened first? When um, it first really hit, like where where was it coming from? What what China? What? Huh? China was the focus. Okay, we know China, but let's talk about what was going on where we live in society. Remember what was happening? Um. Yeah. 
like old people start going out. And the restaurant industry. Yeah. Right? We were the ones that was distributing the shit because we was going to work sick. They hadn't came up with a... At that time, it was just the cold. It was just the flu. It, it was just whatever. Yeah. Then one day, it was all like coronavirus. I said, that's what I had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? Uh, we talked yeah. about this. Yeah. I'm working... Listen, bro. In October, November, September, bro, the fucking whole food industry was sick. Maybe not every single person in the food industry, but definitely 30 to 40% of us, three out of four out of every 10 people was definitely sick. You were coming to work. Yeah. You did the best you could, but you're handling the food. That's why, remember the first, they closed the goddamn restaurants before they closed the schools. And you know what? The weird thing about it is that I'm not even sure that <clears throat> it's more of an airborne thing. So having people in the restaurants definitely probably spread it. It's a weird thing, though. It's like they're not treating this second, this this new surge is breaking records, apparently, if you look through the... If you look through the lines, let me see. The new surge is actually topping. They get to get it right this time, bro. They're not going to drop the ball this time. They already dropped it. Ah, what what makes you think they dropped? See, you looking at it from the perspective of being a citizen, you got to put your mind, you got to take yourself to the mind of the exploiter. You right, like we sure, yeah, they dropped the ball for us. How they dropped the ball when they, bro, we talked about this. The system works perfectly. It's a Rolex. Rolexes don't do nothing on accident, bro. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, hell yeah, they dropped the ball when it comes to me, you, our mental safety, our, our, Know, what's going on socially this and that all this shit the money everything but for them this is exactly the way they want it bro as a black man we know that prison reform and the education system that shit broke bro it worked exactly how they wanted to bro I'm trill tripping that they got this failure Fauci still up there trying to he said the highly contagious Omicron variant will find just about everybody. But vaccinated people will still fare better. Better. So it's like, bro, wait a minute. Is the vaccine got this shit in it? I'm trying to figure out how you know it's going to find everybody. It's weird to me. It's like, is the vaccine... Are they, you injected something in, motherfuckers, and we're now the host in the... So we're just passing this shit around. It's some weird shit going on. It's something that I don't know, bro. If I'm, if you, yeah, you can't find a test. But if you knew this, if you knew, at my job, yeah, they was giving us the rapid test. Let me tell you how crazy this shit is. Yeah, 
they give them the rapid test. So they got to have a bunch of them, right? How come the boss ended up taking the rapid test? So to get a rapid test now, we got to wait because we were still in the goddamn test, bro. And I just started, I just started laughing. Not that I thought it was funny, but I said, I knew this was going to happen. The moment you came out with a rapid test, them motherfuckers was worth a hundred dollars because you know yeah. that they gonna go quick. And if you got access to some, man, you take you 25, 40 of them bitches and you sit, man, come on, man. <clears throat> because what I'm thinking is for the, for the person running the institution to say, I, I gotta take the test home with me because too many that came up missing goes to show just the madness behind this shit. Bro, these, these are people who work there. Motherfuckers is risking their jobs, nigga, to steal COVID tests, bro. This shit is crazy. Okay, check this out. So I had a friend online. I mean, I know her in real life. I was, you know, but she's my, I see her online mainly. She had COVID, right? And she was saying how she couldn't find a test nowhere. So she found up in, in, ended up going to one of those, um, those paid emergency rooms, some little spots with them, you know, them little strip mall emergency room spots. And guess, they gave her the rapid test. Guess what? They charged her two hundred dollars for the for the test, bro. And see, the people that's I'm okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna step out on the limb. The people that's stealing the test from your job are not stealing them to sell them. They're stealing them to help people with it. I want to say because I know people in the community. If you go on Facebook and like, I need some tests, people are giving out tests. Like, yo, I got some from my job. I will give you one. Because the people know, black people especially, we know. Because really the test, I bought my test. I only paid like $16 for my test, for two tests. Yeah, bro, this is, this is. This shit is like the new sneaker. You know how the sneaker, you get it, you do the raffle, and it's 180 bucks, and as soon as you buy it, it's worth 600 Yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope the people that's, you know, procure, and this is the thing. How come everybody don't have equal access? They have equal access to that damn vaccine, all giving shots at damn barbecues and shit. All of a sudden, we can't get no tests. Because they But this is another thing. So when you got the rapid test and you take it, you come up positive, but you got to go to work like me. Like me, like, yo, 
I done used up all my COVID leave. So I'm faced with the thing sitting in my house like, damn, I got to go to work. And I don't even feel sick. But I had to make the choice not to go to work, bro, for a week, unpaid. So that's a lot of thing a lot of people are going to have to deal with. So then there's going to be people that get the rapid test in their house. They're going to be like, man, I don't feel sick. I'm going to take my ass to work. I'm just going to wear a double mask. I'm going to wear the N90, whatever, 95 mask. So we're going to have see, the, this shit is wild. This shit is wild. It was about to go, you know what I'm saying? And it's not good. Well, now they got it to wear. Unless you're showing really visible signs, they won't have you take a test or they won't let you. You definitely can't get a rapid test unless you have. No, you just lie and say you got symptoms. That's how you do that. You just say you got symptoms. Do you say you got this? Say it. That, no, that. Well, from what I'm hearing, they got to see it. They got to, like, know. Like, I don't nah. know. Like, hey, you know, I, I'm just saying. I'm no, just they ain't got to see it. They ain't got to see it. You know why? Because they ain't, they ain't, they ain't going to want to get close enough to you to see shit. They just going to take your word for it, bro. Trust. They, You go up there. You roll up to the wet. You roll up to the spot. And you be like, uh, I got a symptom. They gonna be like they gonna back. They gonna take a step back, bro. And they gonna put their arm out as far as their arm can reach and stick that swab in your nose. They ain't trying to see shit. They gonna take your word for it. That's what they did to my ass. And that, and look, okay, I'm at Kaiser, so Kaiser got you know a lot of people on the pod might be on Kaiser. So Kaiser making it real easy. You know, I really don't like Kaiser all that much, but they really been working this shit right. So basically you go online, you, uh, you sign up for get the rapid test. They giving everybody rapid tests, uh, all their P all the, so all you gotta do is go up to the front desk and get the test. You go online and order the test. And then when you get there, they'll just hand you the test. So I got like four tests yesterday. And each test gives you two tests. So you get eight tests. So this for the Kaiser people. I don't know about the other hospitals, but yeah, Kaiser, you do that shit online. And you can get the PCR test, whatever test that is, the one they put the swab in your nose. So you can go back, you log back out and log back in and get the PCR test too, so... Just a little heads up for that, but uh, I gotta run. I gotta. Uh, I ain't gotta run nowhere, but I gotta. I gotta uh, take a shower and shit. But <laughs> yeah, you too. I'll holler at you later. Have a good day, black man. All right, man.